Welcome to the Faith Snacks Podcast, bite-sized snacks to grow your faith. I am your host, Chris Adams. Thank you for joining me, and let's get in today's program. We are back again talking about how to read the Bible the right way, how to study the Bible the right way, principles for Bible interpretation. And today we are looking at rule number nine, principle number nine, the principle of Christ. And this is to keep in mind that all Scripture revolves around Christ and the redemption of mankind. We need to remember that the Old Testament points towards Christ and the New Testament is about Christ and points back to him. The entire Bible centers around Christ. Everything you read in the Bible must be filtered through the act of Christ's redemption. One part is leading up to it, foreshadowing it. The other is looking at it happening and showing how to walk it out. Today, we are walking in the light of his redemption, our redemption. We read and study more of the New Testament, specifically the epistles, Romans through Revelation. Yeah, I'm going to include Revelation in that. Because that's the time that we live in. We don't live under the law. We live under grace, under the new covenant, not the old covenant, not the Old Testament. Anytime you study something out of the light of what Christ did, you're getting a distorted view and it will lead you to error. Always ask the question, how does this fit into the light of what Christ did on the cross? You know, there is a scarlet thread that runs throughout the entire Bible. The scarlet thread, the blood of Christ leading to that event. In every book, Jesus is shown as a type and shadow or revealed in some way or another. For example, he is our deliverer, the Passover of the Lamb. In Leviticus, we see him as our high priest. In Joel, the baptizer of the Holy Ghost. In Song of Solomon, our lover and bridegroom. And you can go throughout every single book and find how Christ is foreshadowed or or there's a revelation of who he is in that specific book because that's how God wrote it. All the promises of God are yes and amen. We need to remember that. 2 Corinthians 1, 19-20 tells us that. It says, For the Son of God, Jesus Christ, who is preached among you by us, by me, Silvanus, and Timothy, was not yes and no, but in him was yes. For all the promises of God in him are yes, and in him, amen, to the glory of God through us. The answer is already yes. It hasn't changed in 2,000 plus years. You must understand the significance of Christ hanging on the cross or you will miss what God is saying in his word. God has already made provision. He's made a way for everything that he has promised. You never need to get the victory. You just need to walk in the light of it. Since that one was short, let's look at another principle. Principle number 10, the principle of spiritual power. And this principle is to remind us, to encourage us, to tell us to embrace the supernatural and spiritual events found in Scripture. When supernatural events occur in Scripture, it comes by two things, the Holy Spirit and faith. Sometimes it's by one or the other or both. God desires to move in supernatural power among his people. 
For that to happen, we must do our part, which includes exercising our faith and understanding and allowing the Holy Spirit to move. Hebrews 11.3 says, By faith we understand that the worlds were framed by the word of God, so that the things which are seen were not made of things which are visible. Our attitude in Bible study must be, I believe before I understand. I may not understand everything, but I believe everything. 1 Corinthians 2, 9-12 tells us, But as it is written, I has not seen nor ear heard, nor have entered into the heart of man the things which God has prepared for those who love him. But God has revealed them to us through his Spirit. For the Spirit searches all things, yes, the deep things of God. For what man knows the things of man except the spirit of man which is in him? Even so, no one knows the things of God except the spirit of God. Now we have received not the spirit of the world, but the spirit who is from God, that we might know the things that have been freely given to us by God. The Holy Spirit will and must work through us to interpret the word of God. And again, John 16, 13 tells us, However, when he, the spirit of truth, has come, he will guide us into all truth. For he will not speak on his own authority, but whatever he hears, he will speak. And he will tell you things to come. We must accept the truth that God is a supernatural being and works in supernatural ways all throughout the Bible and even today. Even if we don't understand it, we must still believe it or we will get off and be deceived. For example, for all of the Israelites to walk through the parting of the Red Sea in one night, the path had to be at least five miles wide. Did you know that? I didn't know that until just recently. And you know what? I don't understand that, but I believe it because that's my God. God didn't come to earth as Jesus for a few years to show off, redeem mankind, and then go back to heaven and take the power with him. It was, for example, to us. It was to teach us. We must accept the fact that God is a supernatural God and worked and works in supernatural ways. Then and now. Thank you for joining me. If you'd like to stay in touch or get connected, you can find me online at www.christadams.com and there you can find all the different social media networks I am on. Thank you for joining me again and I will see you back here next time.